The Y'all Show back with you here as we have a Tuesday edition of the show that's all about the South. I'm John, and I'm just delighted that you could take some time out of your busy, busy schedule to learn about what's going on in Dixie. We've got headlines from across the South that you don't want to miss out on, the latest from the tropics. We'll have all that information as we have our headlines from across the South here momentarily. And then we'll also have all the other fun stuff that you need to know about what's going on in the Southeast here on today's show. We also have some of the fun stuff that you need to know that you can share with all your buddies, including the city in Middle Tennessee that is now topping the list of the best places to live. And it's not Nashville. So what town in area code 615 or 73? No, it's not. It's 931 is the outside of Nashville area code. So it's 931731. Which one of those towns is now listed as the best places to live in the entire country? And this is out from money.com, and we'll let you know where that is in our headlines in just a second. Way to go, said town in Middle Tennessee. And then we'll have, of course, on this show on Tuesdays, we have political news and notes, some big news on the state political front from the state of Texas we'll tell you about. Also, we'll have the latest with Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders in one of our southern states and not a state you might think old Bernie, crazy Bernie might be going to in the southeast. So we'll let you know about that here in our political report. Also, later this hour, we're going to go to y'all.com editor Clark Shelton. Clark is going to come on. And break down what's on the pages of y'all this week. We've got some exciting things that we just can't wait to tell you about. And then Clark's going to also fill us in on this whole battle of the college football traditions contest. This is not just a story you can go and say, hmm, that was really exciting. I I think I want to learn more. No, you actually can... You can participate in this thing, and it's going on right this second at y'all.com, and you need to go check it out. And Clark's going to preview all the fun at y'all.com when we have him on at the end of hour one of today's Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. At hour two, when we come to that magical time of today's show, we will have Sports Lanyap, and we've got some good sports news and some bad sports news, especially if you're a fan of some of these NFL quarterbacks. They took a beating here in week two of the NFL, and some of them are done for the year. Big names in the NFL. We'll let you know about that and all the other college football fun coming in sports land. Yep, at the start of hour two. And then our Big 12 football barrister, Matt Hermans returns with his report on all things Big 12. The Big 12 looked pretty darn good in week two with some pretty good wins for the program. TCU won at the Big Ten's Purdue Boilermakers, and also West Virginia with a huge win against NC State in Morgantown. And we'll have the good and the bad. Some teams in the Big 12, eh, it was not the best of days. Iowa State slipped up and lost a game at home. And then Texas Tech may be the biggest disappointment of the Big 12 this past weekend. And we'll also get the barrister of Big 12 to weigh in on this week four coming up in college football. So that is ahead in hour two in our sports land yet. And then we'll have him talk about cooking. And I've got something really fun and something really really thinking outside the box really i guess the better term is really thinking outside of the bag or the tin t-i-n for this particular subject that we're going to have the barrister weigh in on and that's coming up in hour two of today's y'all show is that not one heck of a lineup 
want to remind you, coming up on Wednesdays, y'all show, we'll switch over from the Big 12 Talk today to the ACC Talk on Wednesdays, y'all show. Jonathan Lifehite of 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital will be our special guest. And then on Wednesdays, we have our music row maven, Precious Harris, and her report there from Nashville's Music Row coming to you on Wednesday, all the fun, plus hashtag Blue Thursday, we'll have SEC news and notes, and we'll also let you know about some cool festivals that are going on across the South. In fact, we've got our traveling shoes on this week, and we'll maybe announce it at some point today. Probably save it for maybe on Wednesday's Y'all Show, where we're going to be heading into the weekend here on the Y'all Show. We, we're going to be going to a place we really haven't spent a lot of time on in the Y'all Show, and we'll let you know where that special spot is and some, some really kind of interesting and maybe, for me, a little bit very educational, probably because it's things I don't necessarily get into going on in the area that we've gone, we're going to. But a lot of you really get into it. Very good feminine type information coming your way, in my opinion. But it's probably good information for anybody, male, female, or in some cases, perhaps both. We've got all that coming later this week on the Y'all Show. Stick around for our our big announcement. All right. If you want to catch us here on the Y'all Show, our number is 803-816-1170. Y'all at y'allshow.com is our rather male yeah, it's y'all show at y'all.com. See, I got so many things going on communication wise. We're having a failure to communicate. It's y'all show at y'all.com is our email address. Our website is y-a-l-l.com, y'all.com, Instagram, Twitter at y'all show. And we're on those streaming apps like the iHeartRadio app and the TuneIn Radio app and Apple Podcasts all at y'all show. Let's get into the headlines of the Southeast right now and the latest with Hurricane Humberto, it's bringing high surf and rip current dangers to the southeast coast here this week. And this storm affects, it looks like the prognostication is it's going to affect the island of Bermuda well way out in the Atlantic. So I don't think it's going to be a big problem except for, the, again, some of the surf and rip current dangers in places like Georgia, South Carolina, and all of the coast of North Carolina as it's tracking well off the coast. That's great news for everybody living in coastal Carolina and coastal Georgia, but another dangerous storm. And this thing, and right now it was, a, I think, a Category 3 as of Tuesday. And although forecasters don't know the exact path, I think it's going to go near Bermuda as early as Thursday morning. So we'll find out more about Umberto as it makes its way across the Atlantic. But at least for right now, no serious threat to the Carolina and Georgia coast. And that's great news for everybody who just went through Dorian a couple of weeks ago. They don't need to have another storm in the in the prognostication. All right, let's talk about vaping. That is getting a lot of news these days. And a severe lung illness linked to the use of e-cigarettes is now spread to 36 states and is blamed for six deaths, according to figures coming out of the Centers for Disease Control. And one of our southern states, Alabama, is one of these 14 states that are not reporting the illness, though five cases are under investigation in the state of Alabama. 33 of our states have reported vaping issues, and nationally there are now 380 confirmed cases, a figure revised downward from 450 the previous week due to a CDC change in reporting possible incidents that were under investigation. The deaths from vaping linked 
are in the states of California, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Minnesota, and Oregon. None of our southern states have reported deaths, again, from this lung illness that is associated with vaping. But I know President Trump early last week in the White House had sort of a forum, and First Lady Melania Trump was a part of that. And I remember that's where he said something like that Melania Trump's son he didn't think it'd be a good thing for Barron to be vaping, and a lot of people took that and ran with it, attacking the president for not even acknowledging that he has a son. <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. Sometimes no one can really figure that out. But that that vaping is getting more and more traction, at least these dangers of vaping. People who thought they were doing good by vaping, it may not be the best choice, and that's still to be determined. Hey, let's go to Charlottesville, Virginia. Remember, that was the scene of that ugly rally in 2017 that cost the woman her life there when the nationalists marched there in charlottesville well a judge in charlottesville has now blocked the city in its effort to remove the confederate statues of charlottesville virginia in a three-day civil trial that ended on friday a judge's ruling prevents the removal of the statues of robert e lee and stonewall jackson the city of charlottesville planned on removing the lee statue and that's what prompted a white nationalist rally in 2017 which counter protester heather Heyer was ended up she ended up being killed in that when the man ran her over in his car and judge richard moore there in virginia ruled last week that the law's intent was historic preservation, not discrimination, and he issued a permanent injunction preventing the removal of these statues. He also said that he'll award the plaintiff's attorney's fees but will weigh arguments before determining the amount. So that's a big reversal there and some of the sentiment on these statues. Of course, we've seen this play out over and over across the southeast with people trying to remove more and more of our historic markers, and at least for preservationists, this could be a win coming out of Charlottesville Virginia. A man has now been arrested for the 2016 murder of a woman in Palm Beach County, and it's been linked by DNA evidence to serial killings in Daytona Beach. Four women were murdered in Daytona Beach, Florida between 2005 and 2007, and now they have arrested authorities there. Robert Hayes, a 37-year-old man who was a Bethune-Cookman College student at the time of the Daytona Beach serial killings, and purchased the same kind of gun used in the murders at a local gun shop. He was recently identified as the suspect in the murder of a woman in Palm Beach County in 2016 through DNA and genetic genealogy. So there is an arrest there of this man, again, 37 years old now for these killings that happened some 14 years ago. A serial killer identified, once again, DNA coming into play, as well as ballistic evidence. And man, what a godsend DNA can be in these cold cases, and that's great news for the families of those, again, that were part of this serial killing spree many, many years ago. Conyers, Georgia, the Rockdale County Sheriff's Office says three men wearing masks were shot to death at a home in Conyers, and Deputy Lee Thomas says the homeowner, he fatally shot these three burglars at the home on White Oak Court just before 4 a.m. early on Monday. And the sheriff said at the scene that it's his understanding that the resident called 911 after the shooting. And he also says the three men who were shot do not live at the residence and arrive with their faces covered. And again, this guy took out three masked men at his Conyers, Georgia home. And I guess that is perfectly legal. You don't go into a person's home, period. And you certainly don't go there with a mask on. And this guy is now I guess, in the right there in a scary situation coming out of the metro Atlanta area. 
We have some good news coming from Louisville, Kentucky. The oldest living Kentucky Derby jockey has now been found safe after being reported missing. And this is for David Erb, who's 95 years old. He was reported missing Thursday. He suffers from dementia. And he, of course, won there at Louisville. And so this release coming out of the Churchill Downs area that but the man was actually missing in Queens, New York. They already say he's safe and healthy. He won the Kentucky Derby and the Belmont Stakes way back in 1956 with a horse called Needles. I'm sure y'all remember that big run back in 56. But luckily, this horse racer, the jockey there, David Erb, found safe. But we wish him well in that dementia fight. So many of our older citizens, and sadly, more and more are younger, suffering from Alzheimer's and dementia issues. Hey, if you're a Southerner and you were around back in the 80s, back before malls met their decline, there was this new thing called the Outlet Center. It kind of was the hot rage there for a while. And perhaps the best place in all the South to go to for a while was Boaz, Alabama. And the town of Boaz had multiple outlet centers. This is before they started popping up everywhere One of the first in the country, probably, I would say, is what had been there in North Alabama on Sand Mountain. Well, the city of Boaz that used to have this place where outlet shoppers would come to, the town is converting one of those old outlet centers now into a recreation center. And the officials there in Boaz gathered in the parking lot of the former outlet store to break ground on a $13 million recreation center Boaz was a regional leader in outlet shopping back in those 80s days, and buses full of shoppers came to Boaz with more than 130 30 stores in Boaz. And Boaz only has 9,600 people. Again, 130 stores at its peak there with outlet places. Most of those stores have since closed due to, I would say, more than anything, the good old World Wide Web has probably hurt outlet centers and shopping malls more than anything. Hey, if you're in Mississippi and you want to get a kid to Jackson to check out the latest museums that have opened there, well, the state is now offering you $25,000 to help pay for field trips. I would say not you specifically, but perhaps your school as the Department of Archive and History offering these this money to offset the cost of field trips to the state's twin history museums located smack dab in the capital city of Jackson, Mississippi. And we already know that in Biloxi, Jackson, and, and in Sunflower County, districts there in Jackson, Mississippi, which would be Hines and Rankin County, Biloxi would be Harrison County, and then in Sunflower County in the Mississippi Delta, you actually, those three areas, you can go there free thanks to an endowment established by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation. And the tour company offers the trip there, and the kids have a great time. It doesn't cost anybody anything thanks to these grants, grant money, etc. But now, Mississippi, I guess the attendance is not so great, and they're trying to pay money and help pay money to get all these kiddies to the state capitol to check out both the Museum of History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum, which both opened two years ago. Sad news in the world of NASCAR. This guy was a Yankee, but a lot of Southerners followed the racing career of Mike Stefanik, and unfortunately he was killed in a plane crash on Monday, and he was a native of the New York State area. Massachusetts is where he was from, and he died in Sterling, Connecticut, again in a plane crash on Monday, and he won a couple times on the senior circuit of NASCAR and also was involved in other areas. His 
Xfinity Series career spanned back around a 2000 time period into the 90s. He was also part of the Gander Outdoors Truck Series. And again, dying, another NASCAR driver dying tragically in an accident. And Mike Stefanik was 61 years old. We keep him in our, our thoughts here. Kanye West, he's bringing Sunday service to Georgia. The rapper brought his collection of choir singers and musicians to an Atlanta area mega church for his religious pop-up performance called Sunday service. Reports say that West visited New Birth Missionary Baptist Church on Sunday, drawing a huge group of parishioners and celebrities, including rappers T.I. and Two Chains, and his wife, Kim West, on the ABC daytime show, The View said West Sunday services is a musical ministry and Christian service that discusses Jesus and God. The church's Instagram stories show West performing father stretch my hands and a gospel set to the tune of genuine's so anxious West pop-up group has made various appearances on Sunday since January, including a pop-up stop in Dayton, Ohio at a benefit event supporting the community affected by the mass shooting. But Conway, Kanye rather, in Atlanta over the weekend, checking out his Sunday service. Perhaps some of you got to attend his Sunday service. More celebrity news. Authorities in Maryland are searching for a former actor from the Baltimore-based television show The Wire, who they say escaped custody after being taken to a hospital. Police are searching for Christopher Clanton Sr., who was arrested back on September 12th for violating a protective order and was taken to a hospital for a checkup ahead of being booked into jail. And police say he escaped on Friday. Court records say he has three other pending criminal cases. Clanton played Savino Bratton in two seasons of The Wire, an acclaimed HBO drama about the city of Baltimore. And I know they want to get him back behind bars as soon as possible. Hey, what city in America is considered to be the best place to live? Well, Money.com has published its annual list of the best places to live in America, and a town in Middle Tennessee is number one on the list. Want to take a stab at where it might be? Is it Nashville? Is it mm, Franklin? Perhaps Fayetteville? No, the city atop the list is Clarksville. And to arrive at its list, Money looked at cities of more than 50,000 in size. Cities larger than 300,000 were broken down into neighborhoods. And the measure more than 160,000 data points, including things like the cost of living, economy, diversity, education, and points of interest. And Clarksville, Tennessee, Montgomery County, right there where Fort Campbell is, is number one on this list of the 100 best places to live in America, again, according to money.com. And as a former employee, I never lived in Clarksville, but I used to go there early on Saturdays and work on the radio. I would have to say it's a lovely place. Just giving you an idea of some of the other towns that made the list that are in the South. Winter Garden, Florida comes in at number 10. And Bentonville, Arkansas, a Walmart country. They're number seven on this list. Coming in at number five is Country Club Heights in North Carolina, which started in 1950. And Round Rock, Texas, right there beside Austin, is at number two. And again, number one, Clarksville, Tennessee, home of the Austin P. Govs. And, of course, the 101st Airborne is right there, too. The number one best place to live in America. I think I'm going to go there right now and settle and sow my roots there in Clarksville and Montgomery County, Tennessee. How about this story coming from Greensboro, North Carolina? The FDA's approval of a drug that cures the deadliest tuberculosis has the fingerprints of one of Alice Pierce's former Girl Scouts all over it. 
as Doris Rouse, who spent nearly two decades leading the team of researchers of RTI International and working on a cure for a disease that kills someone globally every 15 seconds. She's a 1966 Grimley High School North Carolina graduate and also a member of the Greensboro Girl Scout Troop 204. And perhaps it was that time in the Girl Scouts that led her to ultimately help find a cure for tuberculosis. Way to go, GSA. And I can't wait for my Girl Scout cookies. That'll be here before you know it. A boy was caught on his family's doorbell camera, and he was caught reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. This is not a great story coming from Virginia. As Mike and Jessica Satterwhite saw their five-year-old son, Preston, standing in front of the flag and reciting the Pledge of Allegiance, those ring cameras are so pretty cool. I got to admit, I'd like to have been Jason, I think is his name, the guy that kind of created that thing. But yeah, their son caught on camera. They thought it was a vandal when it popped up. And no, it was just just little Preston out there reciting the Pledge of Allegiance on camera. Pretty neat story. A very good patriotic story. And now as we wrap up our headlines from across the southeast, to the ridiculous list we go. And a woman in South Carolina in the Myrtle Beach area is filing lawsuits against the owners of a Grand Strand nail salon, claiming her hands were burned after employees said she could smoke while her fingernails were covered in acetone. An attorney for plaintiff Patricia Pertino filed a lawsuit against Nail Pro and Spa last week, and she's seeking an unspecified amount of damages. According to the lawsuit, the woman went to the nail salon, which is located in the Carolina Forest area of Myrtle Beach. And while there, an employee applied acetone, a flammable solvent, to her nails to remove the acrylic nails. And while she waited for the acetone to work, the woman asked the employee if she could step outside to light one up, and she got the approval. But according to the lawsuit, she went out there and her hands caught on fire. She lit her cigarette. I hope that cigarette, that toke was well worth it because it ended up messing up her, her nail job there at the Nail Pro in the Myrtle Beach area of South Carolina. And now she's suing. No word yet on how that case is going. But that is your headlines from across the southeast here as we get our Tuesday going. When we come back, we'll switch over to the world of politics. We've got some news to share with you on that. And don't forget, later this hour, Clark Shelton of y'all.com is going to be our special guest. And we'll find what's on the pages of y'all. A little preview of that with Clark when the y'all show continues. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. 
Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at Vistaprint.com. Own the now. Continuing on with y'all, talk with a southern accent with John Rawl. Good to have you back here on this Tuesday edition. And we've got our political report of all things southern right now. We'll start off with a little state politics. Let's go to the Lone Star State. The longtime Democratic leader in the Texas Senate has announced he's going to retire and give up his seat that the party considers a safe seat. As El Paso Senator Jose Rodriguez said at the end of last week, he's going to retire at the end of his current term, which ends January of 2021. He was first selected to the post in 2010. Now, there's a story coming out from the Associated Press where they actually, to their credit, try to kind of be the official here and, and call balls and strikes the way they ought to be. They have what they call a fact check, fact check rather, of President Trump and the Democrats and their tale of essentially this country told two different ways. So I had a chance to look at this and they went through the last couple of weeks of the political rhetoric going on. And when we come to guns, here's what the Associated Press says. Trump says that Democrats want to confiscate guns from law-abiding citizens so they're totally defenseless when somebody walks into their house with a gun. Those were remarks he gave last week when he was in Baltimore, Maryland, speaking in front of the House Republicans that were at a convention there. According to the Associated Press, that was a vast overstatement. No Democratic candidates have proposed stripping all guns from Americans. One of the top ten candidates, former Texas Congressman Beto O'Rourke, has proposed confiscating assault-type weapons, such as the AK-47 or the AR-15, through a mandatory buyback program. Okay, that's something negative toward President Trump that the Associated Press has kind of come in and and helped settle the dispute. Now, let's talk about some of the Democrats. When it comes to migrants, Joe Biden, on the treatment of migrants in his time as Barack Obama's vice president, said, we didn't lock up people in cages. He said that at the presidential debate last week, but the AP went and did research. In fact, yes, President Obama's administration did indeed lock up migrants during the time that he was president and Joe Biden was his vice president. The cages, chain link enclosures inside border facilities where migrants have been temporarily housed, were separated by sex and age and were built and used by the Obama administration. The Trump administration has been using the same exact facilities 
Democrats like to routinely accuse Trump of using cages for migrant children without acknowledging the same enclosures were employed when Biden was vice president. And that That's just some of the fun that the Associated Press has kind of gone in and looked at it a little bit further so that you know a little bit more about how this stuff works and not the political rhetoric. Bernie Sanders is coming south and he's going to hold a rally, but not in a state like South Carolina that has an early presidential campaign going on there no he's going into the deep 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 red state and i would normally say very unfriendly country of oklahoma as he's going to hold a campaign rally next weekend there his first visit to oklahoma as part of the 2020 campaign the rally is going to take place september 22nd at reeves park in the college town of norman it's a free event open to the public Although organizers say the space is quite limited, people are encouraged to RSVP. The rally begins again at 3 p.m., and this is on September 22nd, a Sunday. Bernie Sanders in Oklahoma, the 78-year-old, won Oklahoma during the 2016 Democratic primary, but Hillary Clinton ended up winning that whole Democratic candidacy for president that President Trump ended up winning the big kahuna when we got to November of 2016. But if you're an Oklahoman and you want to go see the Bernie man, your chance is coming up September 22nd. Hey, President Trump has his own plan for winning a state in 2020. And that state is an ambitious plan, by the way, to capture New Mexico. And his plan centers on wooing Hispanics in the state, which have voted for a Republican presidential candidate only once since 1992. John McCain actually lost New Mexico by nearly 15 percentage points in 2008. And then Mitt Romney pulled two staffers from the ground here with weeks to go before Election Day, but ended up losing to Barack Obama in the land of enchantment. But now President Trump thinks there's a long shot that he might could win New Mexico in 2020. That would be something a lot of people would not see coming if indeed he can pull that off. And now we talk about fake news and the New York Times is under fire for its story about a new sexual misconduct allegation against Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh as the New York Times apologized for an offensive tweet and revised its article reflect that the alleged victim couldn't recall the incident. The NYT reported on an allegation that Kavanaugh exposed himself at a Yale University party as a freshman, yet the story did not initially include the detail that the woman supposedly involved in the incident declined to be interviewed and that her friends say she doesn't recall it. That detail was later added, and the Times explained the change in an editor's note. But it doesn't bode well for the NYT to have to go back and retract or apologize for a tweet in this case, a organization that's supposed to be the vanguard of journalism having to backtrack a little bit, and that's what they did this week in terms of this tweet. And that is your Southern Political Report here on this Tuesday edition of the All Southern Program. When we come back, the editor of Y'all.com, Clark Sheldon, is standing by with a preview of what's on the pages of Y'all.com. From great recipes, great fiction, and literary works there. And we have the Battle of Southern College Football Traditions up right now at y'all.com. You're going to want to make sure you stick around and hear what Clark's got to say. It's good stuff, y'all. And it's coming up next here on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Let's consider the secret life of the innermost nesting doll. Living most of her life in the dark inside the other nesting dolls, she has plenty of time to think, if she could. Sadly, she has no brain. However, 
When an innermost nesting doll hears that Geico not only saves people money, but also has been providing great service for over 75 years, she thinks it's obvious you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Pity the innermost nesting doll and her lot in life. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Hey, Dad, want to shoot some hoops? In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment. I'll just play by myself. For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game. You're on, Dad. Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed. Continuing on with a show that's all about the South, this is Y'all, and we go to the ultimate guide to the South. That's y'all.com for this segment. And from y'all.com, we welcome in the editor, Clark Shelton. He's coming on to help us find out what's on the pages of Y'all. Hello, Clark. How's it going, John? Oh, every you said th- ultimate guide, not ultimate guy, right? W- no, well, I didn't say ultimate god, okay? <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, the other thing, you know, I said the ultimate guide, but I appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. For for those who are hearing challenge, yes, ultimate G-U-I-D-E <laughs> to the south is what y'all.com. But it, it is kind of a god, lowercase g, it is kind of a god of all things southern. And we're glad that Clark Shelton could come on today to talk about what's, what's up there. If you haven't been on y'all.com, man, you're talking about a panoply of great stories about the south. It might be breaking news. I know y'all.com has been very active in this hurricane season with all all of the forecast and we saw dorian a couple of weeks ago come through and we had tons of coverage on that but then you're going to find a mixture of things like how you can pair white chocolate with beer i want to know more about that and of course we put the y'all show up at y'all.com each and every day and so much more so clark tell us what are we going to find when we go on there this week 
Well, we've gotten real fortunate in that we've had some some folks that are are have a passion of writing about different things, and they've reached out to us and said, "Hey, can we do an article for you?" So we're starting to see a whole lot more, especially with fall coming in, uh, house maintenance tips. Um, I know I've got an article coming out here pretty soon about how to prevent rust going into the winter, um, how to keep your pots and your chairs and that kind of stuff from rusting. Um, we, 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 we have some, uh, we have some great writers that are doing again, the, uh, how to pair white chocolate with beer would have never thought about it, but there's seven great ideas on there. We've had a couple of whiskey, a couple of bourbon articles, you know, things that are important, uh, Southerners. Yeah. Very important. Um, I, 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 I felt like it was way too early for pumpkin spice. It's still sweet tea season down here in the South. So, sweet tea season is two weeks. It's year round sweet tea season. What are you talking about? I know it, but it ain't, it, it ain't pumpkin spice season quite yet here. Mother okay. Nature reminded us all where we're all at this week. So, um, as, as I prepare to bake in another 105 degree day here, yeah. um, but, uh, we've got that going on. Um, like I said, we got some great short stories. We're receiving a lot of original stuff. And um, we just had one called Jurgen's Lotion. It was a story about a woman remembering her mother um, that readers seem to enjoy. I've got another one coming out this week called A Mother's Coat. Um, we're really kind of proud of where we developed in that, in the uh, in the original kind of short story category, so to speak, giving Southern writers an opportunity to um, to put their works out in front of the readership. And the readers seem to be responding very positively to it. If you're out there listening to us right now and you fancy yourself as a Southern writer, or maybe you know someone who is, Clark, what's the best way for them to reach you and submit a story idea? The best way to do it is if you look on our front page, there's a little category up there that says write for us. Click on that, fill out the information, send it to me, and I get back to you usually within 24 to 48 hours. And y'all, of course, not only are they looking for great stuff going on today and timely stuff that would be very informative for the readers across the world who are interested in southern culture but again some of this stuff the literary compositions that would make for a great read they don't need to be books they just need to be great short stories and and that's something that they can put up at y'all.com and we've seen the great success a lot of people are interested in this kind of thing that frankly y'all.com can offer that most websites out there won't even touch and so we're extremely proud of that and of course we talked a little bit about the pairing white wine with chocolate but there's a lot of other really good food related things on there i know recently you had a pretty cool article up 50 most kid-friendly restaurants in the u.s and if you're a parent see this is the thing that y'all.com offers it's a kid-friendly website so you can go on there and learn things like where to take your kids to go out and eat clark take me out to eat somewhere Yeah, well, you know, there was uh, it's a it's a good list, and it was uh, provided by Open Table, which is the largest reserve online reservation service in the country. Um, and there were quite a few restaurants here in the South that made it, especially in Florida. Florida was the number one place for kid friendly restaurants. They had eighteen restaurants in the state of Florida that made the list. So, um, excellent list. We do stuff like that all the time. We've got some fun stuff coming up. Uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken just announced that they're coming out with an official Colonel Sanders costume for Halloween. Really? So, yeah, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that news. Anybody, the, bu- the bucket of chicken, you got to pay extra for, but the costume you can buy separately. Um, uh, we, uh, Chick-fil-A in San Antonio has a, a set of followers that decided to put a lawsuit against Chick, uh, against the city of San Antonio for blocking Chick-fil-A from their airport. 
So we, we, we cover all gamuts of everything, whether it be kid-friendly, new product items, plant-based is a big thing. I got a big article about something new coming out in that category this week. Um, you know, and then we look at the business side of it too. There's a bar, you know, we have our liquors, uh, Bardstown bourbon has just opened up, uh, which is in Bardstown, Kentucky, uh, just outside of Louisville. Um, they are the up and coming bourbon distillery out in that area. And they have opened up a big immersive, um, visitor center experience that we'll be covering this week. So, um, you know, we had a lot of good stuff for the food and drink category. Um, we're going to start launching this weekend. We'll start launching our 10 most haunted places by state as we reach into the uh, Halloween fall season. Halloween being one of my favorite holidays. So, therefore, you'll be seeing a lot of stuff rolling up about it. But we're going to go state by state here in the south, and we've picked the 10, sometimes 15 most haunted spots in each state so that you can start putting your list together on where you want to go, you know, get your boo on, so to speak, come yeah. October. And you have a big role in picking out these 10. So I don't know what the criteria is when you're trying to find these great haunted places in each state. But that oh, seems the, the, like the, the criteria, the criteria is I do a ton of research. <laughs> and if I like the story, since I'm the one writing it, I pick it. I don't want to go around. It's got to have a good story behind it. And it's got to have nine times out of 10. It's got to have a website or some kind of positive link where people can go and look for themselves so that's uh that's kind of we did this for the state fairs in each state and people are still checking our lists out to see when their state and county fairs are and stuff so um a workable link is the biggest part of that so yeah well i don't know about you clark but the scariest halloween haunted place i've ever been to was just outside of Nashville, near the Nashville airport, was an old jail that they turned into a yep. scary place. Does, does that still exist? Uh, it does. It does. We'll be coming up. That'll be a separate list we'll be doing. We'll probably be doing top five haunted houses per so-and-so. These are actually, this list that I'm putting together by state is actual haunted places with a history behind it. Ah, okay. So, ah, yeah, no, we're not going for, uh, we're not going for spook rides here. I'm talking about things that have deep teeth to them that people have seen ghosts in and stuff. So, uh, you know, yeah, it's a completely different thing, but we will have a list of haunted houses and that'll be out in the next couple of weeks. Also, uh, fall festival list, Top Oktoberfest, um, because everybody likes beer in the fall and German festivals. Everybody yeah. comes German in the fall. Yeah. And then uh, they become Irish in the spring. So <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll be looking at those are the kind of things that we have coming up, um, you know, over the next couple of weeks. And then uh, we also have our college football traditions bracket is continuing. We encourage folks to go over and vote for their favorite college football tradition. We're in round one right now. Uh, 36 teams, 18 brackets. And that voting will stay live until Friday, and then we'll come out with the results in round two next week. Yeah, that is an awesome thing that's up at y'all.com. We're visiting with the editor of the website, Clark Shelton, right now on the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent. And yes, it's the battle of the college football traditions. This is Southern, this, Southern college football traditions. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. We don't care about them folks over there in the Big Ten, we, we, you know, where, where we play football down here in the South. Yeah, and so this is a really creative idea of pairing up the traditions of our Southern college football, and you're going to see some really interesting fun things like 
Pegasus with UCF. But then you've got, of course, very well-known traditions like Tumor's Corner at Auburn. And they kind of have sort of a March Madness feel with these traditions. It's a bracket. You get to vote and see who advances on into round two. Again, the voting going on right now at y'all.com. Check it out. We've got a lot of fun stuff there with these traditions. And that's one of the, now that we're into college football, now we know the South loves our football, but boy, we have some great traditions. And that's what this y'all.com very special feature about the football traditions of the South is. It's going on right now. It's free of charge and it's a great way for you to interact with us here at y'all.com. Got a lot of college football stuff on y'all.com. We not only put up the y'all show on Fridays, we have the y'all kickoff show that we put up at y'all.com. General Gridiron, our video version of General Gridiron is posted at y'all.com. It's a, it's a fun way to look at the big games going on during the weekend. So we have that at y'all.com. And then lots of good music information. Our friend Precious Harris has her column, Nashville Music Line, posted on y'all.com each week so you can find out info on that but not only do we have country music covered we got all other formats of music that are certainly loved here in the southeast and all that found at y'all.com what am i missing clark you know really probably the easiest way for folks to keep up with what we're doing john is to follow us on facebook because mm. everything we run we post on facebook so if you feel like you're missing out on something or you can do what seems to be everybody likes to do just visit the page every morning and see what's happening we post uh, anywhere from three to four new articles every day. Yeah. Um, so there's always something new going up um, that, that has to do with with uh, the, the, the Southern traditions. Do it yourselves. We try to run those articles on Saturday mornings when people are looking at projects and stuff to do. Um, our, our, our Sundays are a little bit more family oriented. Our Mondays and Tuesdays are a little bit more business wise. So, and then obviously our Fridays and Saturdays are also covered up in football. So, um, you know, we, 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 we try to keep, we try to keep that site just as fresh as possible every single day. We are going to be paying attention to tropical weather next week. Um, there is a system that could possibly develop in the Gulf by the first of next week, and we'll be taking an eye on watching for that also. Yeah, and that's a good point Clark brings up. This is a website that's not just fluff. There's some real stuff out there when there's big news happening that relates to the Southeast. We have it covered. We may not be there just like CNN, but we'll, we've got the basics covered, and that's what we're proud to offer. But the one thing we do that CNN doesn't do is we have this whole Southern culture on full display, and He's absolutely right. Go to Facebook and check out y'all.com on Facebook and please like us. We know you've got a busy life. We know that you need a little reminder, a little nudge. Hey, hey, little Clarky, there's a great story out here. You need to be reminded of it. And that's why you need to like us on Facebook so that it will come your way and you don't even have to do the thinking. But of course, you also can go right to YALL.com each and every day and see the information for yourself. But man, I, I, I wouldn't be able to get through my day, Clark, if I didn't have that whole Facebook reminder type stuff going on there in my feed. It, 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 it can be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> so, all I can say uh, yeah, is... Yeah, we encourage you to do that. Yes, we're on Instagram, and yes, we're on Twitter also. For those that prefer that route, just find us. But, uh, you know, the, the Facebook feed, we're 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 posting four times a day on there. Yeah, so. that's a lot. That's a lot of good information that comes out throughout the entire day. So it is a great way to stay Southern, y'all. And that's the way you do it. Go to y'all.com, a very 
hot website growing each and every hour and we want you to be a part of it again for the combination of things like food and drink you got sports you got style home and fashion and then of all the arts and culture stuff plus oh oh by the way a little sports information too all at y'all.com it's really great to have clark shelton join us here and break it all down and of course don't forget he's got a lot of halloween related items coming up here in the next couple of days the college football the southern college football tradition store that you can actually weigh in on we want to hear from you we want you to let us know who the best tradition is in the southeast all that at y'all.com and don't forget you can go on and click on the link if you want to write for y'all.com there's a little link at the top of the website there's also a contact us that you can share your thoughts hey if you have a suggestion for a story you don't have to write the story but if you have a great story idea please let us know at y'all.com clark you you're we want to kind of be like jeff foxworthy when he was in his prime with his redneck jokes he would offer jokes that people brought to him and what a great what a great gig if we can and it's something we feel the readership's available in. I'm open and always open to any and all ideas. And that's what we are, y'all. You might be a y'all if you go to y'all.com. Clark Sheldon, editor, thank you very much for being our very special guest. Have a good day, John. All right. The Y'all Show will continue after this break. Don't you go anywhere. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at vistaprint.com. Own the now. Eight zero three eight one six eleven seventy is our telephone number. You can text or call twenty four seven with your thoughts about the South. This is y'all, and this is the show all about the South. I'm John Rawl. Good to have you back. In just a few minutes, our barbecue barrister and our Big Twelve barrister is all in one. You get two for one when Matt Herman drops by on Tuesdays, and he's going to be on to talk about the weekend that was Week Three of Big Twelve football, and that conference looked pretty darn good over this past weekend, and. A huge game going on in conference play this weekend 
at Darrell K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium. That's going to be discussed in big t- when Matt Herman's joins us in just a few minutes with that discussion. And we'll also get him to talk a, lot, a little bit about grilling, maybe not barbecue this week, but something I think you're going to enjoy and something you'll learn from when our barrister joins us later this hour. But we start this second hour of today's Y'all Show off with a little sports lanyap. What's going on in the world of sports from all kinds of fronts. And we start with the big news coming out on Monday from the NFL. The Pittsburgh Steelers announced that veteran quarterback Ben Roethlisberger will have surgery on his right elbow and is going to have to miss the rest of the entire 2019 season. That's what Mike Tomlin, coach of the Steelers, announced on Monday. In the statement released by the team, Tomlin said that Roethlisberger will undergo the surgery at some point this week after having an MRI on Sunday night. The Steelers, who will replace Roethlisberger, they'll place him on injured reserve, have not yet provided details about the injury, and there's no timetable for when the six-time Pro Bowler will be able to play again. He was hurt late in the second quarter of Sunday's 28-26 loss to the Seahawks, grabbing his elbow after attempting the pass on the team's final drive of the half. And again, the Steelers lost that game to Seattle in a close one. And in his absence, Mason Rudolph, the South Carolina native and former Oklahoma State quarterback, he actually nearly led the Steelers to a fourth-quarter comeback in his first career appearance, completing 12 of 19 attempts for 112 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. And they're going to have to rely on the Steelers, that is, Rudolph, the third-round draft pick in 2018, to help them overcome an 0-2 start. Mason Rudolph is the new signal caller for the Steelers here in 2019. Of course, the Steelers, although a Yankee team, they got a lot of people down here in the South that are big fans of them. Between the Steelers and Cowboys, I think those are probably your two most popular NFL teams even today, Though, even though despite all the success of the New England Patriots, I still would say Steelers and Cowboys are probably tops for support. And that breaks my heart because some of our southern teams ought to be up there amongst the top. The Falcons, the Panthers, maybe even the Redskins, which have had great success a long time ago. Most people have forgotten about all that. And let's not leave out the Jags and poor old Miami Dolphins fans. Oh, gosh, I I feel for you these days. Let's keep it in the NFL for some bad news. Another team that has fans, but not quite probably as many as fans as the Steelers and Cowboys, the New Orleans Saints. And the news for that quarterback there, Drew Brees, is not good if you're a Saints fan, as it looks like Brees is going to likely miss six weeks with an injury. He was injured in the Sunday game against the L.A. Rams. His thumb was injured and ended up having to leave that game, of which the Saints fought hard, but ended up losing that one at the Coliseum. And he's likely to now miss about six weeks, according to sources, with the team. And the New Orleans Saints now 1-1 one and one on the season after that thrilling win in the Superdome in Week 1 over the Houston Texans. Now their leader going to be out for a while. That's not good news if you're a Saints fan. But the news, of course, could be a whole lot worse as as it was, and it is this week, coming from Steeler Nation with Big Ben sitting out. Let's go to the college ranks, and we have some news coming to you from that front. The starting defensive end for the Alabama Crimson Tide, LeBron Ray, is now out indefinitely with a foot injury, according to Nick Saban. He was a preseason all-SEC selection. He injured his foot during the win against the South Carolina Gamecocks this past weekend. In 2017, as a freshman, he was limited to six games because of a foot injury. And now LeBron out. He's going to be out indefinitely, Mr. Ray, with the Crimson Tide, according to his coach, 
Nick Saban. The Florida State Seminoles, which have enough problems on the field now with a player sitting out for a while, as junior outside linebacker Joshua Kando will miss the rest of the season with a lower leg injury. That makes it already an already tough Florida State defensive front even tougher, tougher in a bad way, I should say, as Willie Taggart announced Monday the season-ending injury for Kando who's been listed as a co-starter for the edge position. He appeared in FSU's first three games and recorded nine tackles, including a a two-and-a-half for loss and sack. He sustained the injury in the second quarter of the game against Virginia. He couldn't put weight on his leg, leaving the field, and needed crutches while on the sideline. A co-starter with Kando is Janarius Robinson. He's listed as a co-starter. He's expected to receive more playing time now with this injury, but Florida State already with enough problems now the injury bug biting in a big way keeping it in the ACC a guy who was the coach of the Minnesota Golden Gophers for a while did a pretty darn good job but then had so many health scares and problems with epilepsy I think is what he's got Jerry Kill the former Gopher coach now has joined Virginia Tech as a special assistant to coach Justin Fuente he most recently served as athletic director and special assistant to the chancellor at Southern Illinois and Coach Kill spent time with Fuente's staff during preseason camp. And according to Kill, it's somebody that can come in and help out. Kill coached at Minnesota from 2011 to 2015, taking the team to three bowl games and was named the 2014 Big Ten Coach of the Year. And he had to step down at Minnesota midway through the 2015 season after doctors said he risked severe neurological problems if he continued coaching. And indeed, he has epilepsy and has had multiple seizures on the sideline during his Minnesota career. It's been very scary there, and that's why he stepped out. He also served as a head coach at Northern Illinois and Southern Illinois. Virginia Tech is currently 2-1, and one, and they trailed FCS foe Furman at halftime last week before eventually winning the game against the Paladins 24-17. Not exactly a upset there in Blacksburg like you saw in Atlanta with the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets losing to a Southern Conference and FCS member in the Citadel. Hey, don't you want another bowl game to kind of tune in and watch here in the not-so-distant future? Well, you're going to have that chance, and it's going to be in a beautiful destination come late December and January for Southerners, Boston, Massachusetts, as you're going to have the Fenway Bowl, and that's going to be happening at Fenway Park and it will host a matchup between teams of the ACC and the American Athletic Conference. The Fenway Bowl is expected to be announced officially today, but that is the rumor, and that is what's likely to see, as it will be the first college bowl game at the home of the Boston Red Sox. I guess the pinstripe bowl for their rival Yankees has been such a success. Now the Bow Sox are wanting to get in on the college football fun. Hey, if you want to get in on the college football fun, come early this week. You've got at least one game going on on the FBS ranks worth tuning in. And at Yulman Stadium Thursday night, Houston, which tries to rebound from their loss last week to Washington State, Houston and the Tulane Green Wave get together at Yulman Stadium Thursday. That's the game televised on ESPN that starts at 8 Eastern, 7 p.m. New Orleans time. Friday's games include Florida International at Louisiana Tech. Utah will be at USC, which lost to BYU in overtime. And Air Force, a surprising win for the 
cadets of Air Force, the, the Flyboys. They got the victory at Colorado last week, and now they travel to number 20 Boise State for a matchup on ESPN2 on Friday evening. That's your early look at college football action for this week four. And finally, the college basketball and the champion coach, the head coach of the national champion Virginia Cavaliers, is rejecting a raise in his new deal with the school as the Cavaliers announced the extension on Monday, saying Tony Bennett asked for the money to be used to pay his staff more and for improvements to both his program as well as other Virginia teams. As Tony Bennett, the guy that is beloved in Charlottesville, is declining to take a raise while extending his contract by another year. And, man, what a great gesture there. According to sources there, Tony Bennett made $4.15 million last season, which included a $1 million longevity payment due him in March. And now with a national championship in his resume, I think the guy deserves a lot more than that probably, but injecting a lot of enthusiasm for Virginia basketball, Tony Bennett, and what a selfless effort there, turning down money for himself to give to his assistants and not only to go to his basketball program, to other Who's programs there a great story here in our sports lane yeah. when we come back on y'all hang on our barrister Matt Hermans is standing by and he's got the latest from the Big 12 and what's going on on the grill or something to that effect and he'll discuss about it he discusses it all after the break this is y'all with John Rawl don't go anywhere asthma symptoms can attack anywhere like on a city street <laughs> Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at vistaprint.com. Own the now.
Everybody go get your musket and salute the West Virginia Mountaineers. Man, did they come back to life after a couple of bad weeks on the gridiron and their defeat of NC State this past weekend in Morgantown. Welcome back. This is the Y'all Show. We've got the Barrister of Barbecue standing by, but right now we're going to have that Barrister morph into the Barrister of Big 12 football as we have Matt Hermans on to discuss what happened in week three of college football and what's coming up here for the Big 12 in week four. And we've got some great lineup, a great lineup of games coming up this football Saturday that we'll discuss. But first off, Mr. Barrister, hello, welcome back to the Y'all Show and our Big Twelve Spotlight. Well, hello, hello, and uh, happy third week of the college football season. Well, happy fourth week coming up. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, three weeks in, and uh, we are in the thick of it officially. Yeah, the the lineup, the action is getting a little bit more conference versus conference here entering this weekend. We saw a little bit of that throughout the college football scene in week three, but week four should be a lot better. And we're going to have you talk about some barbecue stuff in the next segment, but right now we'll talk about the Big 12, which, hey, there were some teams that have been taking a couple of weeks off prior to this past weekend, week three. And we were kind of critical here on this show about teams like Kansas and West Virginia. And we'll brag about the other Big 12 action in a moment. But how about the Jayhawks and the Mountaineers both picking up big wins over the past weekend in college football? Yeah, pr- pretty pretty amazing. Um, of course, we were, uh, we were talking about the struggles of those two programs just recently, and I think – I would be hard pressed to to believe that anybody thought that uh, uh, both of those were going to happen. Uh, and if somebody told me they did, I'd have to put them on a polygraph, and then I would have to find out if they were telling the truth there. Because I don't think we saw a whole lot of uh, of signs, or <laughs> I guess uh, not. We didn't see a lot of signs of life. Period out of Kansas or uh, West Virginia, the first. A couple of games of season, in my opinion. So, for Kansas to go into Boston College and just absolutely stomp that team, uh, which should end up being a, a decent football team at home, is unbelievable. Yeah. Unheard of. I uh, remember uh, this BC team defeated Virginia Tech in the opening weekend of college football. Yeah. And Adazio's got a lot of people saying this is a do or die year. Well, he's looking like he's going to be dying pretty soon based on what we yeah. saw this past weekend. Yeah, I mean, this was a, this is why I say was, this is a non-conference game, obviously, but this is a Boston College team that, you know, some people talking about maybe in the, uh, the hunt, uh, to make a little bit of noise in the conference. So, uh, but yeah, to take that home loss, not even a loss, but I mean, Kansas put 48 points, uh, on, on Boston College and pretty easy looking as well. I don't, I could, I could not. Could not believe that was the same Kansas team, and of course Les Miles very very happy uh, joking around at the end of that game, which was which is hilarious. But um, yeah, if you haven't yeah. seen the box score on that one, this was a game that after the first quarter, BC had put 17 points on the board. They were leading 17-7 after one period, and then the rally came from the Rock Chalkers with 21 second quarter points, and then 20 points in the second half to emerge as a 48-24 victor at Chestnut Hill. Yeah, uh, yeah, doubled them up. And uh, after that, like you said, after that first quarter, when it looks like, oh, well, Boston College is going to, they're going to make it through this and they're going to win this game. Kansas will go regroup. All of a sudden, 
the offense for Kansas just explodes, and uh, Les Miles, you know, just is giddy on the sidelines over there. And, um, yeah, complete domination, um, particularly offensively, which I didn't think anybody saw coming. Got a senior quarterback there at Kansas who had looked pretty bad so far, but uh, was dancing around and and really uh, putting on a show for the Jayhawks. So huge win for Kansas, big win for Les Miles. Unexpected, but completely dominant as well for three quarters, I would say. And the domination over the ACC continued on Saturday in Morgantown as West Virginia nearly doubled up NC State as the Nears won 44-27. A great win there with Austin Kendall throwing two touchdowns in this big win over a very favored NC State team. Absolutely, and uh, and I expected NC State to win that game as well. Austin Kendall, of course, of Oklahoma transfer, had not looked very good. It looked kind of lost in that Neil Brown offense. Uh, but wherever that West Virginia offense had been hiding, somewhere in the locker room in Morgantown, uh, it came out to play. We've talked about West Virginia and their struggles the first couple of weeks, particularly just the – non-existent nature of that Neil Brown offense. The Neil Brown, of course, the coach uh, have some, have, has had some great success in the past, particularly at Troy, with a very effective offense. He runs kind of a version of the spread, um, kind of an air raid type combination uh, that, uh, that has been successful, but has not seen that at West Virginia. We talked about some of the loss in talent. Um, last year, Will Greer, of course, uh, really, really good player starting off in Florida and then ending up going through some stuff and then ending up at uh, West Virginia playing very, very well. And then David Sills, uh, kind of an all-time stud wide receiver there. Uh, but Austin Kendall, uh, yeah, looked great. The first time he has looked great all year, looks comfortable. Uh, so his wide receivers stepped up and that offense that had been, you know, hiding somewhere, uh, who knows where it had been the first couple of weeks showed up in a very big way and again just kind of pounded an NC State team that I thought would, would probably win this game but uh, yeah uh, the offense there for the fighting uh, Neil Brown uh, Mountaineers there really really showed up looked impressive uh, be curious to see how that uh, how that plays out the rest of the year but Austin Kendall you know a highly recruited guy transferring in from another Big 12 school Oklahoma looked uh, looked good Look very well. Of course, Kendall's a name most of us are not that familiar with, as he was in Norman at a time where they put out two back-to-back Heisman Trophy winners. How much time did he see playing for OU? Not not a whole lot. I mean, he's it, it's one of those things uh, where he he was a highly recruited guy. I mean, you're talking um, for, first of all for Oklahoma to offer you a quarterback, you're not you're going to have some talent. But yeah, I remember him coming out. Uh, he was a he was not a scrub. He's not a bench warmer. He expected to be the starting quarterback at some point in Norman, but, you know, you get Baker Mayfield on his long, crazy journey from Texas Tech to starting at Oklahoma, and uh, and then, of course, you get Kyler Murray. <laughs> you get a couple of top ten draft picks, and then you don't quite – you kind of realize you may not hit the field, and so, you know, a good, good move, I guess, on his part to transfer, but he hadn't looked – he hadn't looked like somebody who, who was ready for a starting position until this last week, and he looked very good. So uh, I'm, uh, I, would be, I would be curious to see how he settles in and see how comfortable he becomes with that Neil Brown offense. But certainly looking sharp, 
Certainly looking sharp against NC State. I had no problem moving the ball at all. Yeah, well, speaking of Oklahoma, the current OU roster doesn't include that fella at Morgantown. It does include a guy who transferred in from Tuscaloosa, and the Sooners look mighty sharp in week three. Not exactly the hardest competition in UCLA. Sooners prevail in the Rose Bowl 48-14. to And the Big 12 had a pretty darn good weekend in week three. Texas demolished Rice at NRG Stadium 48-13. And Kansas State, great win on the road at Davis Wade Stadium. They emerged victorious in Starkville over Mississippi State 31-24. Oklahoma State didn't have to go very far. They went over to the Golden Hurricane Stadium in Tulsa and came out of there with a 40-21 victory. Big win for the Horned Frogs. They went to West Lafayette and defeated the Purdue Boilermakers 34-13. And we do have a few hiccups in Big 12 football. Iowa State couldn't emerge victorious against their in-state foe in the Cyhawk Trophy battle. Iowa wins 18-17 there in Ames. And then a disappointing loss for the Red Raiders as they lose in the desert to the Arizona Wildcats. 28-14. Anything else you want to say about week three, Mr. Barrister of Big 12 football? Um, TCU looks good. They found their quarterback in Duggan. We've talked about that a little bit. Um, also, the <laughs> if you watch the Iowa-Iowa State game, what a terrible way to lose uh, for the, uh, the Cyclones. Um, they had uh, gotten back in that game and, and uh, seemed poised to move the ball down the field with a chance to win or tie. And on the on the uh, the punt, they forced Iowa to go ahead and punt. And on the return, two Cyclones ran into each other and uh, uh, essentially uh, essentially gave the ball back to the Iowa Hawkeyes, ending the game immediately. So, uh, what a not not the best way to lose if you're an Iowa Iowa State Cyclone fan, but uh, crazy stuff in college football. Man. Well, maybe they'll get the ship right. This is a program that Ken in week one had to go to triple overtime to defeat Northern Iowa. So things aren't exactly peachy there in names. Let's talk about week four of Big 12 football with our Big 12 barrister, Matt Hermans, and kind of looking over the games, and then we'll dive back into them in more specifics. Ames is going to have another game of excitement, we hope, this weekend. Maybe not quite exciting for Cyclone fans, as Iowa State has Louisiana Monroe coming into Jack Trice Stadium. This set for a high noon Eastern time kick on this football Saturday. It's the battle of the Golden Skillet. Is that right, SMU-TCU? That's right. That's right. They're the uh, the uh, iron skillet. Iron the skillet. Iron okay. Skillet. All right. Sorry. Golden iron. My apologies to all the Mustang and Horn Frog fans. <laughs> this one at Eamon Carter in Fort Worth, and this will be mid afternoon between this, these rivals there from the Metroplex. West Virginia packs its bags and heads to Lawrence for a Big Twelve battle with Les Miles. This game set for a five thirty, rather four thirty Eastern, three thirty Central kick, uh, and that is in Memorial Stadium in Lawrence. Baylor and their old foe Rice will be getting together at Rice Stadium in Houston for a battle on Saturday evening. Oklahoma State and Texas will be at DKR Texas Memorial Stadium in Austin on the 40 acres. And this is a battle of number 12 Texas, by the way, and the Pokes. And I think I heard this right, Matt, that Oklahoma State has beat Texas in Austin many times in a row. Do you happen to know that that number? I want to say the last three times, so that would be six years. Right? Okay. I think that's right. I think that's right. Yeah, that's that's what I thought I had heard, and now you're confirming it. It's it's hard to believe Oklahoma State can go into Austin and win as much as they have, and I assume they've also 
held serve there at Stillwater with the horns coming up there every other year. All right, let's go into a little bit more detail on these matchups. The Cyclones, again, last week losing to the Hawkeyes in a heartbreaking form, and they've got UL Monroe, a team that should have beat Florida State just the other day. And do you think this is going to be a close game in your opinion? I think it'll be close. I think a lot of games for Iowa State this year will be close. Uh, Surprisingly, I still think the Iowa State Cyclones will end up having a a fairly decent uh, team this year. I know uh, they haven't looked the part so far, but I like Brock Purdy at quarterback. I think Matt Campbell will get that ship righted. I think they'll beat Louisiana Monroe, but I don't – I don't think Iowa State's going to blow anybody out this year. They're just not that kind of team. But I look forward to beat Louisiana Monroe. Personnel-wise, what are they missing this year that maybe they didn't have last year when they went bowling? Uh, a couple of big wide receivers. Akeem Butler, uh, big, long, strong wide receiver, and a kind of an all-around athlete uh, by the last name of Lazard. Both of these are now NFL players. Really good, uh, really good big athletic targets for, uh, for Iowa State. Brock Purdy's a, a pretty highly recruited quarterback for Iowa State standards. He's a good player, but he's going to have to find a couple of go-to guys to get the ball down the field to since he's missing those two guys. Fox Sports 1 televises a battle of rivals and Matt Herman's undefeated teams getting together in Fort Worth. SMU is 3-0. and TCU is 2-0. and Again, coming off a big win over Purdue this past weekend. And what do you expect there in Caltown? Well, I expect um, this is a big this is a big rivalry. Um, it has uh, it's kind of one of these under the radar things. One team is, is in a Power Five conference, the other team isn't, but they do not like each other at all. These are two. It's kind of interesting. They're two private schools in two cities uh, in the same general metropolitan area, and uh, <laughs> you know, there's all kinds of arguments. Who has the better looking campus? Who has the better academics? Who pays more in tuition? I don't know. It's kind of a funny rivalry. It's kind of a funny matchup. TCU certainly had the upper end of, of the uh, the stick with a better program over the last 10 years or so. But SMU will come to play. They always do. Uh, they've got a pretty decent little offense running over there. I anticipate uh, TCU wins the game going away, but I would imagine the first half is pretty hard fought. And uh, SMU will always bring their best for the Horn Frogs. Well, again, old rivals going back, I guess, to the Southwest Conference days. And, hey, congratulations to SMU. This is a program, not just in football, that's kind of been, let's say, on a whole other tier. And they're not in a Power Five conference, but they're in the best conference they could possibly be in, and that is the American Conference. And they weren't left behind in CUSA like, let's say, a Southern Miss team. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you talk about how that shaked out. Uh, you would certainly rather be in SMU's position than the uh, the Golden Eagles there for sure. Yeah, so that is a big game there in the Metroplex between those two teams. And you can actually go to y'all.com. As we told you in hour one of today's show, Clark Shelton, the editor of y'all.com, was on. We've got the battle of the college football traditions, the contest going on at y'all.com. And both SMU and TCU are a part of that. And you can weigh in on which one of those schools is the better tradition or whatever other Big 12 school that might be part of the mix. It's a lot of fun. And I, I did some of the research on that. Matt Hermans, our, our Big 12 guy here. And 
I had to find out what would the name was of those guys at TCU football games that are kind of on the sideline or in the end zone that wear the cowboy hats. Do you know what I'm talking about? For for which which uh, program for T- TCU for the football team? Oh man! Oh, there's. Hmm. I'm drawing a blank. Well, yeah, if probably... you ever watch a TCU home football game, you'll see uh, about six, a half dozen fellas in purple button-down Oxford shirts. It's it's a purple dress shirt, and they've got cowboy hats on. And I don't really know their purpose, but if you go to y'all.com, you can find out for yourself. So that's why I just wanted to point that out. And you'll learn yeah, about other traditions there at TCU, too. That's that's pretty cool, and I'll probably go look at it myself because there are several of those similar kind of things throughout some of these Texas schools. University of Houston has some guys that do that, and uh, TCU does. There's different names for them, uh, but I'm drawing a blank on TCU. But I'm sure they're – Do, do I'm you sure even know what I'm talking to, about? Have you ever seen them? I do. I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Um, but I would. I don't know what they're there for. I'm sure they have a pretty important purpose. That's a good reason to go visit the all.com. It is a good reason, and you'll find out actually when you go to the article how they get chosen for that role. They don't just randomly say, hey, there's a guy that looks like he would look good in a cowboy hat. Let's put him on the sideline. That is part of the fun that we have at the Battle of the College Football Traditions going on right now at y'all.com. By the way, other Big 12 traditions that you can log on and find out all about mask rider at a school called Texas Tech. You can find out about that and the and the bell that rings there at Texas Tech. By the way, what is the purpose of the bell, Matt? When do they ring that bell? That bell starts ringing whenever something good happens. Okay. It's not a specific. Uh, you every time when Texas Tech scores, the bell is going to ring. But uh, it's kind of up to the Saddle Tramps, which is the organization that runs the bell. Something good happens. They want to get the crowd fired up. That bell can go off whenever it needs to. That's what I thought. You can sometimes hear it in the middle of the action. Correct? Uh huh. Absolutely. Noisemaker, uh, for sure. It's it's whenever whenever you need a little bit of that bell. That bell can get rung. Have there never been penalties toward that bell? For no, there hadn't been any. No, there hasn't. Uh, there has not been. I know Mississippi State has had some of that in the past with cowbells, but no. No, hadn't hadn't had any issues there for whatever reason. Maybe if there were you know thirty thousand of them, that'd be a different story. All right, we got a Big Twelve battle going on in Lawrence between the team with a winning record, the Kansas Jayhawks, and another team with a winning record. Again, two teams we've kind of picked on in weeks past here on the Y'all Show in our Big Twelve spotlight. The Kansas Jayhawks have the West Virginia Mountaineers coming into Memorial Stadium. What do you expect here on this four thirty Eastern, three thirty Lawrence time kickoff between these two foes? Well, first of all, this is clearly a national championship preview, so everybody should go ahead and get ready for this. These two juggernauts about to meet. Um, the Clash of the Titans. I saw a sign uh, from some of the Kansas fans this last uh, week during the game. They want Bama. So, uh, you know, West Virginia is kind of a warm-up, I think, for KU's run to glory. But, no, I'm being a little bit facetious. But on the No, other hand, come on. No, no, but on the other hand – both of these programs have gone from looking awful to looking great this last week. So, you know, I anticipate two teams that are really ready to play. I think it's going to be a good game. I'll still probably would lean to West Virginia. I like uh, I like Austin Kendall, the way he's playing. I like some of the talent there at, uh, at wide receiver. 
And I think uh, once Neil Brown gets a little bit of momentum, he'll start going. I'm not sure Kansas can can maintain that level of offensive performance. But, uh, hey, two, two uh, programs that looked really, really good last week. I anticipate a pretty good game, but I take the Mountaineers. Well, the Baylor Bears are 2-0, and and they're going to be on the road at Rice Stadium for a game against Rice. I guess we should give Rice a little bit of a shout-out. They weren't completely demolished by the Texas Longhorns at NRG Stadium this past weekend. No, no, I guess I guess you're right. They uh, they came out play with some pride. I think uh, Texas, towards the end of that game, were giving some guys uh, who don't usually play some time, but that, that's not terribly out of the ordinary. Rice did not lose seventy to to zero or anything like that. They did show some uh, they did show some pride there in their hometown, uh, fighting against the Texas Longhorns. But um, you know, Rice is is going to struggle this year. They just are. They're zero um, three, by the way, right now. Yeah, they they are struggling, and they will continue to struggle. They're just they're just not a program with a whole lot of really high quality D one players right now. Uh, not to say that won't change down the road, but this is not going to be the, the best year for Rice. So um, I don't think they'll get blown out. I think, shoot, you only lose by 31 or uh, maybe 28 to Texas. I'm trying to think of the final score, but it wasn't that ugly. Uh, you'll probably hang in the game a little bit, but uh, probably won't get it done. And you're saying it sounds like like the Bears are going to sick them here at Rice yeah, State oh, yeah, this weekend? Yeah. So, yeah, so I think Baylor will win the game, and I think they'll probably win the game big. Baylor – is still a question mark a little bit for me. A lot of people uh, we talk about at the beginning of this uh, this season picking Baylor to maybe win nine or ten games. So I don't, I'm not quite sure about that yet. If I've, uh, and I'm sure, I'm not sure the Rice game is going to tell us anything. Again, Matt Rule there has done a pretty heck of a heck of a job after the Art Brawl scenario. So uh, Baylor is still a question mark, but yep. so far you got to give. Uh, you know, an exclamation point next to the question mark. CBSN is the network for this on Saturday night. And then Oklahoma State and Texas in the biggest game of the conference this weekend at DKR. Again, as we said, the Pokes ride into Austin with a little bit of chip on their cowboy shoulder. They've won in Austin several times in a row. And the big question, will number 12 Texas thwart them this weekend and send them back to Stillwater with a loss? Oklahoma State, certainly not intimidated by playing on the road against Texas. We know that for sure. Uh, well, plenty of wins there. They're a team like Kansas State. Kansas State is one of these other programs that's no problem going in and beating Texas uh, no matter what kind of year they're having. Oklahoma State is similar in that way. So Oklahoma State um, is an interesting team. They struggled the first half uh, this last week against Tulsa, surprisingly. But the second half, you know, the, the depth of the, the, the P5 team kind of kicked in and they, they ran over Tulsa. Spencer Sanders is the, the true freshman quarterback for Oklahoma State, a very talented, very highly recruited uh, guy out of the Dallas-Fort Worth area, Denton Geyer High School, um, mobile. Any relation arm. to Barry? No, no, no relation to Dion either. I, I, I checked <laughs> on both of them. <laughs> but – uh, pretty athletic quarterback. I think he's got some potential there. Mobile, throws a good ball. He's still a true freshman, but I think as the season goes on, he will improve. Probably not going to improve enough, in my opinion, to beat the Texas Longhorns, who I still believe have a a, a pretty decent shot at winning the Big 12 based on uh, their, their, their strength on defense and then the solid offensive personnel led by Sam Ellinger. 
so I think Oklahoma State will give him a run. I think Sanders is just a talented guy, true freshman, though. That is going to be, while not the loudest or most intimidating stadium in the world, that will be the first time this kid has played in front of 100,000 uh, uh, people, period, coming out of high school. So it'll be a little bit intimidating no matter what. Texas will come out ready to play. Battle of burnt orange versus bright orange. I'll take the burnt orange in uh, in a pretty decent game, though. And this on ABC, this set for a 7.30 Eastern, 6.30, 40 acres time between OSU and UT. And it appears several teams are kind of taking this Saturday off. I don't think every team I mentioned in the Big 12 listed here on the lineup of games, this might be that off week for a couple of programs like Texas Tech, for example. I don't think it has a game this weekend, right? No, it's a bye week for Texas Tech. All right, so that is what's going on in Big 12 football with our Big 12 barrister. We're, we're not done with our barrister. When we come back, hey, I got something to ask him about, something that I think you can kind of sort of do on the grill, but you might just be better off buying it at the grocery store. And I'm going to ask him the big question about what to do when we come back as we wrap up this Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent. Let's consider the secret life of the innermost nesting doll. Living most of her life in the dark inside the other nesting dolls, she has plenty of time to think, if she could. Sadly, she has no brain. However, when an innermost nesting doll hears that Geico not only saves people money, but also has been providing great service for over 75 years, she thinks it's obvious you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Pity the innermost nesting doll and her lot in life. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Hey, Dad, want to shoot some hoops? In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment. I'll just play by myself. For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game. You're on, Dad. Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed. We got 24 tall boys on the chill. Yeah, 14 of them's mine. A little Marshall took her on the radio. You 
to the final segment of our discussion with the barrister Matt Hermans on the show that's all about the South. We're in the middle of football season right now. We kind of broke down the Big 12 with the barrister in the previous segment, but right now, before we say adieu to him for the week, barrister, I just happened to be going into my local grocery store over the weekend and a bunch of Boy Scouts were out there wanting me to buy Boy Scout popcorn and I was a cheapskate and didn't do it. And I should have because I'm an Eagle Scout and love the history of the Boy Scouts. Not exactly a fan of what's going on with them right now. But I have popcorn on my mind. Darn it. I, I, I guess I should have spent the money or, I, or at least given them a huge donation to the Boy Scouts. They're working hard. Instead of being in a gang or vaping on Sunday, they were out trying to, to raise a little money for their Boy Scout trip. Am I, am I a terrible person? uh no i will be i i i missed out on the boy scouts when i was growing up and but i i'm not being facetious when i say i didn't know the boy scouts were still an organization i thought they were just the scouts and it was you might be right on this that's why me and the scouts or whatever they're called these days are having some problems yeah yeah but you know the old days of scouting i'm talking about circa 2018 and any time prior to that going back 110 years i was a huge fan loved it and like i said i i just I, I think the organization historically has been one of the greatest things you could be a part of as a yeah. kid. And I credit it a lot for, for me, the way I turned out, but I have popcorn on my mind because boy scouts go out and sell popcorn while the girl scouts go out and sell cookies. God bless yeah. both of them for this. But Mr. Barrister popcorn is something that, yeah, you can eat it while watching a movie, but you can also eat it big time when you're watching a college football game or an NFL football game. And I have to ask you, Oh, barrister, where art thou? Is is popcorn something? Knowing how you operate, is that something you prefer to kind of do yourself? And if you do, I want to know some of your tricks. Mm, man, well, I do have a I do have a trick. This is like I'm reaching deep into the bag here when we get to popcorn. <laughs> but I can, but but nevertheless, uh, my wife would tell you that uh, that for whatever reason, I can find a way to incorporate. Uh, the smoky, delicious flavor of barbecue into just about anything, and I've I done that. I knew with, it. I knew it. And I've done, yeah, I've done that with barbecue too. And I'll tell you how. So I'm not going to. I'm not going to say I've I've cooked barbecue. Uh, pardon me. I, I've got barbecue on the mind now. I, I cannot say that I've done popcorn and actually popped the kernels on a grill or a smoker. I, I'm sure that would be possible. Uh, if somebody wanted to do that with a pan, I don't do it that way. I kind of do it the old-fashioned way with uh, with the uh, 1980s-style popcorn pop where you pour the kernels into it and it shoots it out the little nozzle there. I'm sure some people probably yeah. remember that. Oh, yeah. Um, but what I do, I'm one of these guys, I like to put real butter on the popcorn. I like to melt the butter. I like to pour the butter over the popcorn, a little bit of, Seasoned salt or a little bit of honestly barbecue rub. Very, That's very what good. I was thinking. Yep. You probably did that. 
Yeah, but I take it another level too. So I like to. <laughs> I knew it. I'm glad I, I asked like this to. question. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, if you've never done like a Memphis style dry rub on your popcorn, you're missing out. It's fantastic. Okay. It is really good. You want you want that kind of rub. The only reason I say Memphis style rub is I don't. You don't want popcorn with the heavy sugary kind of. Uh, traditionally southern style barbecue rub in my opinion you want it pretty savory you want it light uh, you want it kind of powdery which is the consistency of the uh the memphis style rub but the if you want to take it so that's really really good but if you want to take it to the next level and i've done this before and it's awesome when you melt the butter put it on the smoker smoke your butter i've done it before how you've got it, easy you okay. get your you get your little pyrex uh, you know, whatever you would typically melt butter in. If you're going to put butter on popcorn, okay. you know, typically put it in a little Pyrex thing with a handle on it or a glass, okay. whatever it is. Stick it on your smoker. Get your hickory smoke rolling. Stir it a couple times. You've got smoked butter. This is not. And that's going to be far better than sticking it in the microwave. Uh, well, you're going to get, it's going to be smoky. So uh. you don't have to. You know, of course, you could add some fake smoke flavoring. You could do the liquid smoke. You know, and if and if you don't have the smoker going, you know, and you want to have a barbecue smoky popcorn, you know, the shortcut would be to just add a couple little squirts of liquid smoke to your butter, and then all of a sudden you've got smoky barbecue popcorn. You add a little bit of Memphis dry rub to it, and you are eating deep south popcorn. Put it that way. Uh, really, really good. Really fantastic. Once you go smoke butter, uh, you, you don't go back. Going, yeah, you have a hard time going back. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's my advice. Uh, I knew it. Smoke butter. So your 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 choice, though. I mean, I'm a sweet tooth, and so I know Cracker Jack is one of my most favorite things in the world. But there's got to be a better way to do Cracker Jack. Sometimes it's just really dry. If you go get a fresh pack of Cracker Jack. And I, I want to yeah. find out how to kind of do your method with a sweet thing. And you're not offering. You're all about that darn Memphis dry rub. So I, I guess I'll have to experiment <laughs> on my own. Well, hey, you're right. I do I do like the savory popcorn. But I do like, uh, yeah, Cracker Jack. But I do like the, uh, what do they call it, toffee popcorn or butter toffee. Well, just Crunching Munch is a pretty good brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would imagine, and I've never done it, but I imagine you got a little smoke, uh, little smoke to that. That's kind of a sweet and savory kind of a combo anyway that I do like, but I have not done that. I cannot vouch that for, for that. Okay. I may have to explore it myself. Well, I'm glad we're not that they needed our support. By the way, the Memphis dry rub you mentioned, a lot of times we credit rendezvous. They just had a passage in that family the other day as one of the co-owners mm-hmm. of that died one of the Virgo men who helped own rendezvous. So our thoughts there with that legendary place, but they didn't need our publicity. Anyway, we talk about them enough for the great products they have for barbecue and the great restaurant they have there in the bluff city. And now people are going to be buying more of their dry rub for popcorn for goodness sakes. (laughs) Yeah, it is kind of, uh, yeah, my, my condolences to that family. I love that place. Uh, Memphis icon for sure. But, uh, yeah, you could use that. It's kind of, you're right. It's kind of like the poster child for that kind of rub. But there's all kinds of different ones. 
So, uh, you know, hey, give it a shot. If you don't like it, uh, you know, I don't know. You're we'll, we'll get you the money back. Matt Herbens, man, you are the <laughs> you're our popcorn, and 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 you're certainly our colonel, and that's with a K, K E R N E L. And we appreciate everything you offer here on the Y'all Show, sir. That's uh, that's some high level punnery. That's pretty good. Well, we look forward to talking to you next week, sir. Have a good one. And that will wrap up our Y'all Show here on this Tuesday edition. We'll be right back here with all the music row fun with Precious Harris on Wednesday and our ACC report. Boy, the ACC took it on the chin this past weekend. And we'll talk about it with Jonathan come Wednesday. So have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at vistaprint.com. Own the now.